0: If saving more and spending less is one of your top goals for 2023, why are you still paying insane amounts of money every month for your phone bill? Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile, you'll get their unlimited plan for 50% off. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton
1: with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Cut your wireless bill to
0: 15 bucks a month at MintMobile.com/save. That's MintMobile.com/save. Hurry! Offer ends January 15th.
2: Hello ladies, gentlemen, and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum, and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex, and
1: I am joined by Dylan. Hi Dylan. Hi Alex. Hi guys, it feels so good to be back for the second time this week talking about stardom. Uh, This time we're not talking about the Grand Prix, we're talking about this weekend that is the roadblock before the Grand Prix. I understand why WWE made that fucking pay-per-view now, because it just feels like a roadblock. Um, At least one of the roadblocks seems very, very weird and cool and crazy, so that would be fun. Um, Yeah, sure you're sick of our voices, but <laughs> you're still here. You got Stockholm Syndrome up in the son of a bee. Beretta. Probably. <laughs> Well, um, all right, Stockholm syndrome, huh? <laughs> Do you remember that fucking Nick Jackson promo? It's like the funniest thing ever. No, dude, just when he was at the peak of his just most weird, like with like the bleached beard and stuff, he said he said to Brandon Cutler, he's like he's like, why are you still here? What you got Stockholm syndrome up in the son of a bee? You know, no, you got effing Stockholm syndrome up in the son of a bee. He said that word for word on camera on television. It was great. Great time. I see. He is He's the
0: funny.
2: he is the Jackson who wants to recreate Ricochet Osprey gifts, isn't he? Like every every time he wrestles Phoenix, it's like a copy of the Osprey.
1: Yeah, but is that the one?
2: Either.
1: Yes, is the other one. All right. Yes. Okay. Okay. This Is cool. the better Jackson?
2: <laughs> mm, I I'm not gonna say you're wrong, but you're wrong. Um. At least he doesn't lose his shoe in every match. I, that
1: and is... sells back because Republican 3K fucked him up six years ago. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Matt so Jackson is better, who knows? <laughs>
2: Alright, so um, I don't think there's much news from Stardom. They've been very quiet over the past week. Like, there's not really a lot going on. Um, the only thing that was kind of notable is that Saki Kashima was pulled from the, uh, the show on the 18th pretty abruptly. Um, with, uh, it's
1: actually, they... sorry, go ahead.
2: They said, and obviously, this isn't an exact translation, but it was something like ill health or poor physical condition. So, kind of interesting there to see what, what happened there. They haven't said she's off the shows this weekend yet. And obviously, that would be a big blow because she's in the Iris of Stardom title match, which would kind of change a lot. Um, that's kind of the only real news that I've seen.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, Hamako also off the show because her, uh, her father passed, so uh, condolences to her. And that story is very sad. So, yeah, all love to her. Um, otherwise, I don't think so. I mean, obviously, like, the Starving Showcase card got finalized uh, in the past week, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. In terms of news, I can't yeah. think of anything else.
2: And Waka also missed these shows because um, yeah. she did get Uh, she had she'd have the next brace after the the pay-per-view and then she was announced for the shows and we all thought she was fine and then she was pulled so clearly not fine um but uh i don't think there's any word on her being pulled from this weekend so i guess she's still on the show
1: you know Um, i think i think the Saki kashima thing was actually just her being scared to death of shuri um and her not wanting to wrestle for the next couple months which is fair uh but I, I, I do worry a lot about Saki because it feels like she really, like, this happens way more frequently to her than does, like, to anybody else. But she seems fine anytime she's in the ring. You know what I mean? Like, like it's not like, oh, she has a reoccurring injury. It's just, like, poor physical health over and over again. So, I don't know. Did she alright.
2: miss the GP? Yes. Last year, was it, or the year before? Yes. Yeah, with, uh, uh, I, it might have
1: been both. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah,
2: because I know she was pulled from a GP at one point because uh, she was too. They just said poor physical condition or something, but
1: uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's what, what I I mean, keep an I've, eye on. Anyway, around this time of year, this happens like quite frequently with Saki. That's why I'm a bit worried. About. Yeah,
2: but uh, we we obviously we don't know much about it. So I'm sure. sure tomorrow after we record, as Stardom loves to do, they will announce that she's like. Oh, she's dropping the artist of Stardom titles. She's out of the GP. She's being replaced by I don't know Rena or something. Like it's all it's all gonna happen. Um, as as tends to happen when we record oh, no, on she was Wednesdays.
1: She's in the Utah one. Okay, I wasn't sure. Or the Sherry one. Or in last year's one. Wait, what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, so Stardom was on a tour of Hokkaido uh, this past weekend. So there were three shows that happened, two of those shows are up, and then half of one of them is up because Stardom World was under maintenance all of Tuesday, so they weren't able to do anything. Um, I believe, was it the first show from this, that they accidentally uploaded the Uedo Time match, but only half of it? So like, it just cut I off. I didn't
1: watch it, so yeah, I have no idea. there's a a similar issue in Catch the Wave and it really pissed me off because it was like a really good match I forget who it was I think it was like uh, it it doesn't matter but and like just the audio like completely clipped like just completely fucked up like halfway through the match and then the match ended like five minutes before the finish and I was like what that was such a good match I was really pissed off about it Uh, yeah I don't know Jessie's been having a a rough time with that <laughs> with that production stuff.
2: <laughs> Very much so. Um but yeah that was that was kind of interesting. They did re upload that away to Time match uh in full after but I, I, I'm pretty sure it was this it was the second show that it just it just cut off after one of the, the heat spots. It was pretty weird. Um I don't really think anyone cares <laughs> about this Hokkaido tour. I'm gonna be quite honest with you. I I've seen nobody talk about it. Nothing exciting happened, so we're not going to review in detail here.
1: Yeah, I do want to say, I I only watched, like, three of the matches, but I do want to say two things. One is that I really miss Micah and Lady C as buddies. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know I say that constantly, but, like, their chemistry, even right now with them kind of feuding, is, like, so much better than anything Lady C has done in Queen's Quest, by far. And I am a Queen's Quest fanboy, and I will say that. that I just really miss Micah and Jamaica and Lady C hanging out. That's just me. And two, uh, Naspoy is a fucking dick rider, bro. That's crazy.
2: That is, that is, sure. For Tam, for Tam. Okay, all right, okay. I I understand. All right, so uh, the opening, uh, the first show to review was on July 14th. Uh, This was Stardom from the North Country. This was in uh, the... Ashikawa Local Industry Promotion Center, and they did 221 fans here. In the opener, Micah beat Lady C and Unagi Sayaka. Uh, Micah pinned Lady C with just a lariat after eight minutes. Um, They brought back back pre-match promos just for this match, for all three to talk shit, which I appreciated, and then (laughs) we got a pretty standard match, I guess.
1: Yeah, it was decent. It wasn't Mm -hmm. anything special, but I, I... I didn't mind watching it, it was pretty fun. Yeah.
2: Uh the match after that then was Koguma and Saida of Stars beating Starlight and um, Rocka of a Tai. Uh Koguma pinned Rocka in ten and a half minutes.
1: And um What'd she beat her with? It's uh I think it was a roll up. Hmm. Yeah. Me me and me and Scott after the show yesterday we were talking about how good uh Koguma's German suplex is and how she mm-hmm. just doesn't hit it. Cause she she don't get paid enough, <laughs> like like it feels like that's just why. Like she's just like she she's just hanging out. She ain't gonna hit all her cool moves. She's just gonna she's gonna roll roll you up, do the bear pose, and leave. Thanks, Dan. Um, this this was pretty solid,
2: as you'd imagine from an away to tie, uh, low effort match. It was there was a lot of heat stuff, and you know everything after that was fine, but definitely nothing amazing. Um, the match after that then was Mai Sakurai and Julia of Don Elmondo beating Mom Watanabe and Saki Kashima of Uedotai. Tai. Uh, Julia, pinned, Julia pinned Saki with the Ganosuke clutch, so the Saki was the one getting rolled up this time. And this was solid as well. <laughs> um, there was some Julia Momo, but not enough to really carry it um but you know my sakurai was pretty good at like fighting back from the away heat segment but ultimately like there wasn't a whole lot happening here
1: yeah i'm i didn't watch this one but that feels that feels weird i don't know i feel like my sakurai is gonna get more points than fucking saki is and that's concerning
2: (laughs) we'll have to wait and see uh, the match after that was the Eye team of Amisore, Mirai, and Siri wrestling to a 15-minute time limit draw with Sayaka Matani, Azami, and Utami Hajishta of Queen's Quest. I saw a lot of hype for this, where people were like, oh man, like the second half is, is Utami and Siri going at it, and I was like... Oh, I thought that
1: was like less... Yeah, no, because I Less I was interesting part.
2: <laughs> I was rubbing my hands together. I was like, you know, it's been a while since Utami and Shuri did their shit in a tag. It must have been really cool, um, but this was like C tier Utami and Shuri stuff. Like they,
1: which means it was good, but it wasn't like yeah, this go out your way to watch it. Good.
2: This wasn't like trading, uh, bomb ass kicks and uh, suplexes. Shuri and Utami. This was just them kind of running through the running through the spots. Um, Ami and Utami continue to try and do the host stuff, and it's just, it just doesn't work as well as Utami and Himeka. So, um, yeah, it was fine. There were some good parts to this match, but it got a lot I more I like hype. the
1: beginning, obviously. Of
2: course, yes. Um, But I, I, I you Shuri know, and the there were good parts to this match, but it got a lot more hype than I was expecting because people were, were like, oh man, Utami and Suri, like they turned it on for that second half, and I was like, oh, hell yeah. And then like it was it was just their their C tier stuff, like we've
1: seen them do so much better in in tags. Um, you know, I'm starting to see and sense a lot of people turn on God's eye, uh and rightfully so, just because they're booking. um' cause, like these draws are like they're fine matches, but man, it's it's getting hard. You know, and obviously, like, oh, we sit through the, the house shows, we decide what we watch, you know, it's, it's Freedom will all that bullshit. But, like, I don't know, they could definitely be doing a better job of building these these guys than just having them draw with everybody, every show, and beat Saida occasionally.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, um, God's Eye thing is, is a difficult one to, to work out, but... It is what it is, and uh, I mean, we have the GP, so they're obviously going to be broken up a little bit for that, but that might just mean we get draws as tags, <laughs> so we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the main event of this show, then, was Natsupoi, Mina Shirakawa, and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels beating Momokogo Hazuki and Mayu Utani of STARS. Uh, Natsupoi peeing Momokogo with the Ferial Gift. Wouldn't That's you, wouldn't talking you know? Let's that. not talk about that. <laughs> um, so, the, I mean, I... I Honestly, Natsupoi is such a, a natural fit for cosmic angels. Um, it's yes. as like when we were even even when I was like, "Oh this move is, is so badly done," I, I understood that Natsupoi would be a lot more at home at, in the cosmic angels. I didn't realize just how at home.
1: like I think I, and, and I, I, I agree with you uh but I feel like she's like too at home. In a weird way. Like, and I know it sounds like I'm just finding a reason to bicker. But, like, I feel like... Like, she did the dance perfectly. And I was like, nah, that shouldn't... <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does the dance perfectly on their first try. What the fuck? Have you been, like, watching them? Like, have you just been, like... Like, I was like, this this girl is, way, like, way too good for... The, like, she's way too perfect of a fit for this. It feels weird. I, I Like, I think it's good. I think it's good. And it, it makes... It made this match a lot better. Like, I think Cosmic Angels is going to, like, greatly uh, benefit from having a, like, just incredibly great, consistent wrestler among their ranks. Uh, no offense to all of the rest of them, but, like, I'd say play is the most consistent of basically everybody, including Colors. And, like, I love Colors to death, but, like, in terms of, like, sheer consistency, Natsupoi is probably, probably the one. So, like, that's a great thing for Cosmic Angels because DDM already kind of has that. Or had that, they kind of lost most of Doesn't matter. Uh, but, like, she was, like, so into it. And, like, she just seemed so, like. I don't know. She felt so much like Tam's lackey. Like, she fit that role so good that I'm like, this feels like it's a demotion, but a demotion that works very well. Even though she's going to end up leading it eventually. Yeah. I don't know. It just felt odd. Like, because I was like, you. you feel like you're just, like, taking orders from Tam now. Like, you feel like you're just, like, like I said, Dick riding Tam the entire time. She didn't even know. Like she, she Tam literally was was feeding her words for the outro. And I'm just like, like this, well, this feels forgot. like. I'm pretty. Sure I know that was forgot, funny. So. That was very funny. <laughs> um, I don't know. But like she, she looks like a lost puppy that's like clinging to Tam, but is like also an incredible wrestler and great at wrestling and everything. So like, shout to her. But it's just the dynamic is like too good in a way, weird way.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think anything is ever too good. That That's not a thing to me. Um, I don't know. She's just... She's perfect there. Um, I never realized how out of a fit DDM was for her until I saw this. Like, she's just... She's just right at home here. And uh, she does add a lot to, to Cosmic Angels because this was a very fun match. It wasn't, you know, excellent, yeah. but it was... This was better than I expected anything to be from this tour because I expected... Yeah. 20% effort at most but like they were very much you know not full effort but uh a- approaching full They're effort. Going at which it. Um, I think I a big expecting.
1: part I think a big part is definitely momoko just feels like a better wrestler like today than she did 3 weeks ago uh so like her getting left out to dry didn't negatively affect it that much like she was just re- like she's kept up very very well with everybody uh so Shout out to her, and when I say too good, I don't mean like too good. I I just I just mean it's like it's okay. Okay, I know, we can just I know. Move I, past I, it. I we think, don't gotta.
2: We don't I gotta think do the,
1: it. We can move I on. Like the Styles Clash was what made the DDM thing good, and now it's like she's just like I don't know. It's 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 weird, but it's interesting. Okay. Also, right. Mina and her half heat. Yes, I guess. The beginning of the match, when when Nats stu- like. Pushed Mina out of the way, and Mina looked at her like, what the fuck did you just do to me? Like, what the fuck did you just do? And then after the match, Natspoi said, oh, it's going to be a Natspoi revolution. And Mina's like, nah, nah, I don't know about that. More like a Cosmic revolution. Yeah, Cosmic yeah let's, let's go with that. Something's going to happen. I really enjoy reading into this.
2: Um, but, I mean, I can't, I can't stop you, I, I guess. Um, anyway, the next show to review was on July 16th. Uh, this is in the Sundome, Kitami, at 171 fans this was straight up just uh, like a a big warehouse almost (laughs) like Mm -hmm. strange is this the one with the mud floors um i don't think so i would have to well the next one was in a fancy place so i assume this was the mud floors that you're talking about i don't i don't remember either all right cool um so the opener was um, Mina Shirakawa beating Mai Sakurai and Saki Kashima in a three-way match. Uh, Mina pinned Mai with the Implant DDT in seven minutes. Um, I did watch this. I do not remember anything from it. I'm pretty sure Mai and Mina were doing good forearms at one point. That sticks out in my mind. But otherwise, I couldn't tell you a single thing about this match. I did watch it. <laughs> yeah, I swear. I, will, I can show you a picture of my stardom world with a little blue thing. I did watch this, uh, but honestly, like, I have no recollection. That's valid. Yeah.
1: I don't remember half the matches I
2: watched, uh, ever. Yeah, no, this second show is a blur because I don't even re- recognize this second match, <laughs> which is really bad. <laughs> um, so This one was Micah and Julia of Donald Armando beating Lady C and Saya Kamatani of Queen's Quest. Uh, Julia beat Lady C in... I started watching this. and a half minutes with the stealth viper so she she likes to pull that out before the gp every year doesn't she like last year she she randomly beat someone with a Stealth viper and then never used it in the tournament
1: yeah i don't know like but that's one thing about the five star that never really happens is like one thing one of my favorite things about the g1 back in the day is that uh and back in the day i mean like five years ago is that like people would like pull out their new move and like use it, and when they don't lose it, use it, they lose, and it's like they really put over that move, and then in the end, it's like, oh, somebody beat the move, or somebody, you know, like, but nobody does that in the five star. People just are like, oh yeah, remember I have like seventeen signature moves that I can win with, and then they win with one the entire time. <laughs> it's it's always it's always a weird. I don't know. That, that's just weird to me, but eh, I don't mind. Fair enough. Um,
2: the match after that was Azumi and Utami Hashishita of Queen's Quest beating uh, Momokogo and Mayu Utani of Stars. Uh, Azumi pinned Momokogo yes. after a diving foot stomp in just under 11 minutes. So yes. this one, um, I have seen high praise for it, and I, I thought it was a cool match, but they teased Mayu and Utami to start, and then we only got like 30 seconds of that, and uh, it went right into a Komomo like getting worked over as the face and peril thing so i didn't think it was an exceptional match because like a lot of these you know house show matches they just fell into that really standard tag match thing where they work over the baby face and that's it um but you know once obviously it got going like momokoga was was really good in it she did some fun stuff and uh you know mayu is obviously pretty good at what she does i don't know if you know that
1: huge if true um yeah, I mean, uh, Utami doesn't work Hokkaido, no, bro.
2: As she shouldn't really.
1: Um, so, do you think? Do you think that's going to be an issue? Like, I don't know. I know this is like a big hypothetical, and it doesn't really matter. Uh, but like five, six years from now, do you think she gets like Toyota-brained, where she just doesn't give a fuck like at all, and is like actively like a a menace, uh, <laughs> like a a detriment to the company? <laughs> Maybe not even, maybe not even Toyota brain, but like just like Kyoko brain by '97. Like just everybody by '97. Do you think she ever gets like that?
2: Um, I hope not, because that, that roster was egregious by then. That was that was never yeah. fun. Um, so hopefully not.
1: But who knows, really? <laughs> I could see it. <laughs> it's just become a complete detriment to Stardom. Just being like, nah, I'm not fucking doing this shit, bro i'm the ace i don't care
2: honestly uh, i would prefer it i I think it would be very funny so i mean i'm here for. dude
1: utami just utami utami just like no selling shit and just being just like the biggest no-nonsense motherfucker would be so funny she needs to watch those Manama
2: Teota chikara tapes
1: that's all i have to
2: say like you (laughs) you you have not understood wrestling until you've watched Manama Teota big league Every top US women's wrestler of that era. Like they said, here here's Madison Eagles, this really respected like shimmer champion. Uh she's one of the best wrestlers that's ever graced this country, uh, even though she's Australian, so they all have to fly her over. Um and I Mananami Toyota was just <laughs> they, like they,
1: that's the funny thing. Same price for the flights, but one of them just gets mauled and destroyed and Yeah. Not like she's nothing.
2: Like Toyota was like, I will hit my drop kick and i won't sell and then i'm gonna win and it is beautiful honestly like you, you should see it um but anyway <laughs> back to start
1: growing up manami toyota just wanted to be like Aja Kong, just like everybody else hell does. yeah and she got to be like Aja Kong.
2: uh Azure Kong is an unselfish queen she would never
1: anyway okay she wanted to be like bolnakano in in 1990 oh yeah all right better Better.
2: Back to stardom. Um, Natsupoi, yeah. Unagi Sayaka, and Tam Nakano of the Cosmic Angels beat Momotanabe, Starlight Kid, and Rokka. Avoid a tie. Uh, Tam pinned Rokka with the Tiger suplex hold in just under 14 minutes. Um, once again, like uh, no recollection of this match. What on earth? I really, like, I watched this show, yeah. and I, nothing has stayed with me. Except the main event. I do remember the main event. Um, but like none of these matches
1: the, are, are with me. The funny thing for me here again is that she pulled out the Tiger Suplex, which is like a signature move she uses regularly, but never to pin anybody. Like I don't even think she pins like the undercard like Tam just doesn't really win the match for her team on these undercard shows, but she's gotta she's gotta get a little bit of little bit of oomph in there. A little bit of a little bit of momentum. Mm-hmm. Uh with her tiger suplex that's been like three people ever. Is the tiger
2: suplex not her finish?
1: Like no. a beat to your
2: finish, even?
1: I mean like it's like it's comparable to like I don't know, Mayu's moonsault, which right. I guess is still her finish, but okay. like Mayu has like four finishers yes. that are more protected than that.
2: It's it's getting very difficult to keep up with the finishers <laughs> in startup because everybody has like yeah. four and you're like, alright. This this one's S. This one's the A tier. Dude, this one's B. this one is C, maybe.
1: No, the the funniest person for that is Starlight Kid because she has created a new finishing move like every six months, and like since fucking 2019. Like at one point she did like this like float around like German suplex thing where she like did the. And, like, that was, like, her big, like, oh, I'm going to win the white belt using this. And then she used it once, Julia kicked out, and she never used it again. I remember that. Like,
2: it was, like, an <laughs> arm trap, trap suplex insane. or something, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, like, she, but she did a tilt a, a yeah. to war world, world before it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that tilt to war is not necessary, but go off, queen. And then she just, <laughs> she just lost. <laughs> Same with the fucking Light Destroyer now. Same with the Wrath of the Black Tiger. Dude, she's... (laughs) Oh my god. I don't think the Wrath of the Black Tiger has been kicked out of that much, though. She just doesn't use it anymore, Uh, because it got kicked out once.
2: Well, I'm I'm pretty sure she still pulls it out every now and then. Didn't she use it to beat Waka?
1: Alex uh, I know I shouldn't have even asked all right um, <laughs> dude didn't Saki Kashima use like a big boot to beat Waka at one point like I don't think that's anything <laughs> that's true all right the main event of the show
2: was Amisore, Mirai, and Siri of Godzai beating Hazuki, Koguma, and Sai Ida of Stars as uh, Siri pinned Ida in just under 20 minutes with a buzzsaw kick um, this is a pretty good match, honestly. Uh, Ami and Koguma did comedy to start, and I was like, hallelujah, this is, this is fantastic. Um, Ami is so good playing off Koguma. It's, it's, it's really fun. Um, Dude, Ami, like, we'll,
1: we'll talk about it later, actually. Here's the
2: thing. Ami on Twitter and stuff seems so funny. and, and
1: Oh, her and AM. her press conferences yeah. are great.
2: And, and then I'm like, why did you take away my pre-match promos? She could be so funny.
1: Like what are you doing? Dude, one of my favorite pre-match promos of the year is Utami finally followed me on Twitter. Now I get to kill her and she'll remember it. It's like, bro, what the fuck? Do you need to calm down? This is your second match. Like that's wasn't, that's great. Wasn't that's Ami perfect.
2: also the one who was like, Koguma, I am not a bear. <laughs> I'm not yes. doing the pose.
1: <laughs> I am not a bear. <laughs> take me seriously. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was like hilarious. Like, oh no, it was it wasn't it wasn't taken seriously, it was I'm not a bear. That is
0: ridiculous.
1: <laughs> like oh my God, that's so great. And at, and I'll, I'll get into it a little bit now at the fucking uh, midsummer Champions uh, presser, she just was she just berated FWC. she's like, they're fucking small. They're like five foot tall. I'm gonna kill them. And Mirai's like, yeah, we're gonna win this with with our soul, we're gonna we're gonna be respectable, we're gonna we're just gonna overpower. We couldn't do it before we could do it this time because we are strong and we we are powerful, and Ami's like, nah, these motherfuckers are small. These are small little babies. I'm gonna kill them. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> Where did that come from?
2: Honestly, a queen.
1: Um this
2: match was very good. Uh it's almost like stars are, Suzu. are very good at this shit. Suzu also also called Ami the big green right. giant. That's amazing. Just anyway, uh, this, this yeah, just two main events of the weekend were very good, and they both involved stars, which isn't a, uh, isn't a coincidence. Um, third show, then, this is an open full. They only got, like, three matches up from this earlier today. This was on the 18th of July. Uh, this is in... Chate- this looks like it's French. The Chateaureu Gateau Kingdom in Sapporo that's definitely fresh um anyway they had 445 people here it was a sold out show which is insane
1: um yeah i mean back in the day a sold out show in uh <laughs> in in hokkaido was like 170 mm-hmm. people um So I remember them running that show and having like a title match on it. And there was like a hundred.
2: That's crazy. Um, Anyway, only three matches are up from this. I only got to watch the first one. But we'll we'll, we'll, uh, run through the results for the rest. So the opener was Kogo versus Lady C in a 15 minute time limit draw. No idea why they did that. Um, I watched this match. I sacrificed 15 minutes of my day um it is a completely solid and inoffensive wrestling match where lady c did a discus chop at one point and i thought what a queen what an icon um and that was it like completely unspectacular match honestly
1: not really surprising um it's funny because last week we're actually not even last week the show isn't even coming out yet oh yeah victory the guts later this week Oh yeah, everybody um but on that show we we talk about Mariki Yoshida and Saki Hasagawa, which went to a 30 minute draw uh in their like they they are weren't rook, rookies but they were like very clearly under in the rookie year and they still, went to a 30 minute draw uh,
2: the rookie singles. yes
1: like they were that level they were at that level of of rookies but they weren't like, like they had like 4 years in or whatever um but yeah and we were just like why would anybody have two rookies go to a draw uh why that makes no sense like that's just not necessary it is you know kind of stupid blah blah blah. it was kind of dumb at least they don't do that anymore and then momokogo and lady c went to a 50 minute draw and it wasn't even in a tournament uh, oh, rossi does not, not change yeah.
2: <laughs> he is uh he's very consistent
1: i actually i actually saw pictures uh i think i think uh cultable nakano posted it of rossi with the Arjun yeah. crew uh like out to drink and i think Ayako Hamada. Uh, is like choking him out in one picture. It's really funny. It's a, it's a great. What time. a weird person,
2: honestly. Anyway, um, yeah. So that was that was a pretty solid match, I, I guess. Um, match after that, then uh Seika and Mina Shirakawa, also known as Pink Kabuki, who I believe they do a team dance now, based on the the video started and posted.
1: Oh, they've been doing it. I
2: wasn't sure because I
1: I. It's actually it's actually a far yes. better dance than the actual Kosen dance because I be saw
2: honest. it and I was like. That's not the first time they've danced, but is that a new dance? But I guess not. Um, But anyway, they beat uh, Hazuki and Sai Ida of stars. Uh, Mina rolled up Ida in just under 15 minutes. This went 14 minutes and 53 seconds. So seven seconds (laughs) short of a time limit draw. uh, Mina rolled up Sai Ida with a glamorous collection, Mina. Uh, The match after that was Sai Kamatani, Azumi, and Utami Hashishita of Queen's Quest eating Momoa Abe, Starlight Kid, and Roraka of a Tai. Azumi pinned Roraka with the Izumi Sushi. Uh, so as you can see, they are really heating up all of these people with uh, roll-ups uh, going into the tournament. Yeah. Uh, the match after that was Amisore, Mirai, and Siri of God's Eye wrestling Mai Sakurai, Micah, and Julia of Del Mondo to a 15-minute draw. So we had two 15-minute draws on the one show. And in the main event... Natsupoi and Tamnakano beat Koguma and Mayu Uitani when Natsupoi pinned Koguma after the Fairy Train, whatever that is.
1: Uh, German? Maybe. Possible.
2: Maybe it's a new move. I don't know. We haven't seen it. So. God damn it!
1: I, I wanted to go to check it. Like I like when you said that. I went to go to Star World. That's no. not even up.
2: And uh, I don't. I mean, obviously, I'm blocked by the youngest Twitter, so um but I don't think they yeah. mentioned that there was a new move, so it's probably just one that's out I there. feel
1: like I feel like that's weird 'cause like she could have just used the fairy blink like that to protect you know one half of the tag team champions, but uh, it doesn't yeah. matter
2: no, it'll be fine um so that was that i i I am interested in that tag main event, but obviously you know we can't we can't see it, it isn't up.
1: Honestly, when you look at, like, these timings, they're all, every ma- every show has, like, the same timings. Like, every single show has a match with that almost goes to a draw but doesn't, matches that go to draws, matches that go roughly 11 and a half minutes, and matches that go 19 minutes. Like, I mean, I, 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 I don't know what that means. I mean, I guess I know what that means. It means that they have exact timing on <laughs> their matches so they don't run yes. over, but... That's just weird yeah, no, I mean, it's like the it's just to give of the people of Hokkaido
2: a good show, obviously, so they get their most uh, out of their money. Um, but with yeah. that, we are on to the exciting part of the show. We have two shows to preview, the first of which is Stardom in Showcase Volume 1. This is on the 23rd of July. This is in the Nagoya Congress Center Event Hall. Uh, tickets last I saw were selling okay. I think there was like three sections sold out and, and two limited or something, or two sections sold out and three limited, um, which was just a few less than the uh, the pay-per-view the next day. So tickets seem to be moving okay. Uh, the opener of this show is the Nagoya Rumble. This is Mayu Utani yes. versus Saki Kashima versus Hizuki versus Momokogo versus Hanan. Waka Arena, Miyu Amasaki, I'm assuming. Uh, Wakaskiyama yes. Hina. Uh-uh.
1: Dude, I have a preview with all the names on it. Just read oh, yeah, that. I forgot
2: about that. And then three X's.
1: So. the uh... uh. And if if the X's are who they are in the in the like poster for it, it is uh, Inaba, Umasaki, and Nanami. Yes. I think. <laughs> Yeah, like that's they, they, the three. They're, they're all very
2: yeah. apparent um, they didn't do a good job of hiding it yes. like Nanami's is literally like Nanami like you could tell that from a mile away uh, Umasaki has Nanami. her yeah. hand thing out like, and she's one of the only people that does that so that's obviously
1: Umasaki and Inaba's doing her, her karate pose <laughs> I think Inaba has
2: the most unpredictability because I feel like you could have anybody doing that like arm up kind of Pose so, yeah. I'm not 100% sure on the Inaba one, but the other two, uh, definitely Inami and uh, Umasaki. So, assuming that's them, they will be in it, and that's kind of cool. Uh, who wins? I don't know. Does it matter? Future kids, so they can uh, get a title match?
1: No. no, okay, I mean, maybe, maybe like maybe maybe hanan wins it okay. gives her a little bit of a push going into the into oh, the
2: five possibly um either way
1: she ain't pinning anybody I know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um but that is that is a match that is exists uh the match after that is a tower and power rule three-way tag team match this is Micah and Himeka. this is Utami Hashishta and lady c is Amisore and Saya Ida. So all of these people are uh, somebody who is a tower, dealing with somebody who does power. And that is, we, we love it.
1: I feel like Amisore and Saya Ida is a like way more interesting team than like, Amisore and Mirai and Saya Ida and anybody yes, in stars. I hate to say so. it. Uh, except for maybe like Ida and Hazuki, but even then, I don't know. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty cool team there. And yeah, I mean, Mike and Himeka yes, win this. definitely, but unless Ami just fucking beats Lady C because fuck everything, uh, you
2: would probably give Mike and Himeka the win there. They're uh, the established. I mean, team. you should. Um, yeah. the match after that then is a cosmic rules match. This is Shirakawa and Natsupoi versus Unagi Sayaka and Saki of Colors. Um, so. Don't know what Cosmic Rules match is. Stardom's own account was like, what are Cosmic Rules? Who knows? So we will find out on the day. Uh, Match graphic for this has um, Mina and Unagi front and center in just bikinis with with beer. So that is any indication?
1: If you don't know what that's a reference to, good for you. You, avoid, you avoided the discourse.
2: Yeah, uh, it is It is specifically a cosmic rule match in summer. So, you know, gonna have summer vibes there.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I do find it funny that, like, Unagi and Saki have a little mm-hmm. bit of beef. Uh, it's, like, more funny beef, but it's kind of beef, and they're teaming together. And Mina and Natsupoi, I think they kind of have a little bit of beef, and they're teaming together. Uh, so that's fun. That's a fun little thing. Uh, yeah, I... I uh, uh, you know what? Let's not talk about it. Um, I think it'll be a fun match. Who actually. wins,
2: I guess? Natsupoy's team?
1: Since they're all in on pushing her. Yeah, Natsupoy and Mina? Uh, I don't know. Saki and Unagi feel... like I feel. Well, it's going to come down to Mina versus Unagi. Since they're not wrestling in the 5-star, one of them can give up a fall. I imagine Unagi over oh, Mina. Yeah. Uh, but then again, if we go back to the lore of it, unagi was the mean one so mina getting her comeuppance would make sense don't really do that but she already did get her she already did get get her comeuppance with the beer thing um i studied this video (laughs) what (laughs) i crack myself up oh i'm so funny uh no i i think unagi probably wins it all right
2: perfect anyway uh, the next match is an I Quit match. Um, so, you know, from 0 to 100. Uh, Siri and Mirai of God's Eye versus Akane
1: wait, 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 one more thing. One more thing. Imagine if Cosmic Rules was like a light tube death match, and nobody knew it. <laughs> like, just like the most fucked, like, just the most crazy shit. Like, it's like an exploding, exploding ring deathmatch. And that is Cosmic Rules. They're going to space. Like, that would be That'd be class, but it's not. definitely
2: not. Um, Sorry. The I Quit match is Siri and Mariah of God's Eye versus Akane Fujita and Kurumi Hiragi of Prominence. Um, You would assume the stipulation here plays into Prominence, so they could get a win, um, but Siri and Mariah are in the GP, whereas their opponents aren't. So presumably Siri and Mariah will win.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the thing about I Quit matches is that it's, like, they're, like, just brutal submission matches, so if you take out the brutal part, Shuri is, like, easily, <laughs> like, Shuri easily wins this, you know what I mean? So if she just, like, deals with the brutal part, which she always does, she just, she just wins, simply, so, um, but yeah, I mean, it'll be fun, I, I think this is probably the most exciting thing about the weekend for me, is that Prom's probably, finally gets to, like, do hardcore stuff in Star Wars, yes. uh, even if it's like on a on a lesser scale, obviously.
2: It's fair. It's uh, the next match then um, is a hardcore match. It is Julia and Mai Sakurai of Donna Del Mondo versus Suzu Suzuki and Risa Sarah of Prominence. Um, there's definitely a Prominence win. You can you can my. Should um, be. And It's going to be interesting to see what their definition of hardcore is.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's the biggest question mark. Um, because Sisu did bring out that light tube that one time, just randomly. I mean, she didn't break it, but that was kind of fucking wild. Uh, so light tubes exist in Stardom Canon. Let's let's start there. But will it be used? Probably not. It'll probably be like a bunch of chairs and a table mm. uh, at most, and maybe like a chain of some sort. Yeah, a stick. I, I mean, yeah. I guess I guess Risa Sarah has her sticks. Oh yeah, yeah, bad. definitely. Um, so.
2: Yeah, I mean it'll it'll be basic.
1: I don't know. I think it depends on on how much Suzu is allowed to do, because I feel like Suzu's the like evil genius <laughs> I mean, type of thing. That's Risa, like if she Risa can, Sarah she'll... she has has a light tube fan. I feel like she's the the instigator there. Yes, this is true. Well, I mean she's just more experienced, so she she knows. Like I feel like the, like this again. This is like completely a bit off topic, uh, but. I feel like prominence reminds me of Danny Havoc, God rest, uh, because there was like a documentary about him and he had a note- notebook full of just like just things he could create using glass and like just random weapons that you use in wrestling and just like just sketches of them of like, oh, and then like like light tubes go here and then you put the table and it's like just like the most in-depth sketches of just the most dangerous things that you could ever see in a wrestling match. And I just feel like either they're like that now, or prominence. If they continue going the way they're going, that's gonna be how they end up. Is with a notebook full of just contraptions to use in death right. matches, and I think that's the best okay. way to go about death matches. Let's see, um,
2: <laughs> I will bow to your superior death match knowledge there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Suzu and Risa yes. obviously winning there. Uh, the next obviously, match is like a yeah. Falls Count Anywhere match. It is Tam Nakano versus Koguma. This is Azmi. I think ultimately it doesn't really matter who wins this it's going to be it's going to be like a hardcore championship match where they're going to go everywhere and just do shit and it it doesn't matter ultimately then who wins because it's not a wrestling match you know they just somebody got hit by a forklift or something and lost it's you know it's uh it's that
1: kind of match it's fine because that was a wwe that was a world championship (laughs) match actually (laughs) the reference you're making um wwf sorry but yeah i i said it before i'll say it again if they don't channel crash holly uh at funtime usa into this match then i don't want it uh, i imagine that like azumi rolls up kogama or kogama rolls up azumi uh because they kind of feel like mm-hmm. the main characters of this match um if momo just you know kicks somebody in the head and wins i'll feel a bit it won't feel like it won't feel wrong it'll make sense but it'll feel a bit weird same with like tam if she is like i don't know what, what move is she gonna like if she hits the fucking violet uh shooting just like in the middle of the fucking lobby and wins that would be kind of like oh okay but I feel like Koguma and azumi are just gonna go all out and then one of them's gonna beat the
2: other possibly one. yeah um the match after that then is is our main event it's the three-way coffin match starlight kid versus the Grim Reaper <laughs> versus uh, I'll
1: be honest this is one of my favorite because I, I wrote the pre- preview, everybody go check out Lost World Sports Pro Wrestling to read the preview and this is one of my favorite, t- my favorite subheadings I've made is uh, the only thing to fear is death itself like that is such, like I'm, I'm gonna use that for like a movie or something, like, that sounds cool, so um, yeah, so they're like, the question isn't like what this match entails it's do they make the Grim Reaper wrestle in the Grim Reaper fit? I hope so who is the Grim Reaper? I don't know. Cause, like, did, does the Grim Reaper know how to run the ropes? That's my question. Of course,
2: um, wrestling lore is that everything
1: knows <laughs> how to wrestle. <laughs> oh, who? They didn't tell Britt Baker that.
2: You love to beat on Baker on this show. It's uh, it's deserved. I mean, listen, I'm not gonna defend her, but yeah, it's it's really fun. Bloods. It was That's right fair.
1: there. It was right there. If I had a live audience, everybody was laughing. Like, like that would be that'd be like, oh, that'd be like a, oh, that'd oh. Be an, like a uh, that would be a sandbag pop. Except this one would be <laughs> actually <laughs> funny. Oh,
2: I, I woke up because <laughs> like obviously I don't stay up for a W dynamite. I'm too old. Um, I woke up and everybody was like. No hating on Britt Baker. They were like, "Oh, she's she's so shit." It was so she's lame. the worst part of this division. And I was like, I didn't even know she had a match. And somebody was like, "Oh, she didn't wrestle." And I was like, "Oh, no. What did she do?" Um, yeah. she's
1: just so lame. And like like Jamie Hader is just standing there. I was like, "Please do anything else. <laughs> I am begging you." <laughs> um yeah, it was she's terrible. Um but yeah, so I hope she's not the Grim Reaper. Um i don't know who could be the grim reaper i don't know if like the grim reaper is gonna be a, a thing like i think that's my biggest question more so than like how a three-way coffin match works outside of lucha underground the only other place this has ever happened Um, like i just wonder like does the grim reaper just become like is is the grim reaper the miyu amasaki of this no. if, thing if- the new heroine of of the
2: start if of the Showcase, if anything, the Grim it'll Reaper, be somebody that gets their mask ripped off and it's like, oh wow, it's you, and then they just, yeah, they just do, like yeah. do a normal thing. Um, it could be a lot of people. But in that case, I yeah, still don't I know it, who it might that be is, Ram. Yeah. It might be one of Ram's buddies from Triple Six. Like, it, who the hell knows, really?
1: You know, maybe it's maybe it's like Mike Ozaki, because she randomly was seconding Ram that one time. Uh, and my, by Isn't that one time I mean the one time where I'm an Ice Ribbon wrestler. Yeah, but she was on the Stardom. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you know,
2: just Ice Ribbon. <laughs> like she's a pretty big part of Ice Ribbon. I don't think they'd be okay with that. I
1: do I, I, I don't, I don't know how much of an issue that is anymore. Honestly. Yeah, who knows? Like, I, I think as long as it's not direct, like I don't think they maybe care. I don't know.
2: I think it would be okay, but yeah.
1: That would be a really strange, like Grim Reaper, though. Very much so. Uh, it'd be funny, but it'd be strange. So it
2: would be revealed that Minami sent them. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, it's actually just Minami Teo. Yeah, that uh, would be. She just fucking hates. She just hates these kids. You know,
2: Yumiko Hoda hasn't been in seedling recently. Like, there's, you know, she might, she might be.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, is that the Grim Reaper had black hair. Uh, so if it's the same Grim Reaper as was in the vignettes, I, uh, I imagine they have black hair. I in, I initially thought it was uh, Nozaki, but unfortunately, Nozaki respect. Her. I mean, if you didn't know, she is out injured with an ACL injury, uh, so she's out for a while. Oh. So no Nozaki to beat the shit out of Starlight. Like unfortunately, uh, yeah, I don't know. I actually don't know. I'm interested. Yeah, no, that'd be a maybe. It's maybe it's Mercedes Varnado. R- R- What's her name? Ren- d- I- I've never looked. Maybe it's, maybe it's Sasha Banks. Mercedes KV, huh?
0: Mercedes KD,
2: name, anyway. yes. Um Yeah, v- Varnado. Yeah, it's it's pretty simple. She's 30 years old. I, I wow, know this.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, I know this is. I know this is really like not the point. But can I just say that it's really weird how like people on Twitter just decided to start calling her by her full name, like they know her incredibly well. I was like, yeah, I get it, because she was in that Star Wars show that one time. But like, people are like way too like. Oh well, Mercedes knows what's best for her. It's like, don't.
2: Well, don't. to be fair, she was announced that's for no that way. one thing as Mercedes, so obviously they're going to be like, oh well, that's.
1: No, but this is before that. This was before that. They've been doing this like since uh, like
2: for like a month now. Yeah, and I was it's... like, that's weird. Listen, don't do stands that. are weird, man. Anyway, um, it doesn't matter again who wins that main event because of the stipulation. Like, it's you don't have anybody taking a fall, so it's just there, you know. So I mean, the Grim Reaper might just
1: win because why the hell not? I think, I think the Grim Reaper does win, and then they take off their mask if they're yes, gonna take off the mask. That would be very good. Okay. I just wonder how they're gonna fucking wrestle, <laughs> like how, how, like, I hope they get like like Grim Reaper wrestling gear. That would be so funny, like just like it's like a Joshi gear that's just like all black and has the Grim Reaper face on it, like that. That would just be really funny. To okay. me. I hope the show's just the most fucking fucked bullshit. I, of know.
2: All time. I am it, apparently it's I not it, on TV, it, which right is now. very disappointing. Like it's pay per view but not on tv oh Oh, okay okay okay. we will have to wait i was gonna say i I gotta watch this live well you want to hope somebody buys it (laughs) yeah yeah. um but yeah that's that show uh the next show to preview then is um on the 24th the very next day this is stardom midsummer champions 2022 in nagoya Uh, this is also in the nagoya congress center event hall uh again this one's selling relatively well. It seems like there's four different sections sold out, and then three with limited numbers, which, you know, is pretty good. Um, The opener in the most opening match ever. Hanan versus Wakasukiama versus Hina versus Akane Fujita of prominence. So, I imagine Akane might win, because you kind of need to give prominence a win, eventually.
1: Either Hanan or Akane, obviously. Uh, Whoever Besides mm. to pinwaka pretty much.
2: yeah, no, that's a good shout. Um, the next match is a five star special. It is Saida versus Suzu Suzuki. so I mean I'm Suzu's winning there.
1: Yeah, um I don't like that they're doing this. <laughs> like they're they're making sure to keep Suzu's matches all matches that we will see mm-hmm. in the five star except for that one match against my Sakurai, which is one of the least good matches I've seen Suzu have this year. Um. So, that's the only match they gave away. Uh, but yeah, I mean, of course. Just yeah, no, definitely. Here, um. Imagine if no, imagine if site you know won here and then lost every single match in the five star. It's like damn, if you only won, would it actually matter? <laughs> you beat the you beat one of the top wrestlers in the world actually, but it it didn't matter because she beat you in the five star.
2: I mean, if anything, they might do the inverse. With with Ida getting a win back later. It's, I mean, obviously, cool. it's a tournament That'd like cool. people will lose, you know. So I, I could see it, um, but yeah, Suzy's winning this one. Uh, the match after that is Mayu Utani and Momo Kogo of Stars versus Rokka and Fuki Death avoid a tie. This is so not a pay-per-view level match, but hopefully Mayu and Kogo win
1: at least. I forgot this match. One mm-hmm. this match was happening. Um, yeah. Uh. I like my and Momokoko yeah. as a team. I think that's probably going to be where they go with the with the tag league. It's probably those two, if all the factions stay the same. Uh. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, I don't. I don't really care. I I didn't realize how scuffed this like first this first half of the card was until yeah. I previewed it, and I was like, oh, I have nothing yeah. to say about it. Yeah,
2: that's very top heavy. Um, the match after there's a captain's fall a three-way match it is Natsupoi, Mina Shurikawa, and Unagi Sayaka of the Cosmic Angels versus Utami Hashishta, Lady C and Miyu Amasaki of Queen's Quest versus Risa Sara, Kurumi Haragi and Mochi Natsumi of Prominence. Um, so I would assume the Cosmic Angels team wins there because again they're they're high on pushing Natsupoi at the moment and because it's Captain Fall you can get a, get away with it you know I have Lady C and Miyu get eliminated have Reese's hair got thrown over the top rope or something?
1: Yeah, I mean it is over the top rope too. I think that's the big thing. Because I was thinking, it's like I can imagine Unagi insisting on being the captain and getting beat, because uh, that seems <laughs> like an Unagi thing to do. And then like Prominence wins here, because uh, like I can see a Prominence sweep of this show before the before the yeah. five star um honestly because i don't know i feel like i feel like that prominence team could probably win this because i don't see because that queen's quest team has like no chance and i think uh this is like a bit too gimmicky for uh cosmic angels i think they could definitely like lose it very easily they could also win it obviously but i think they could lose it pretty easily so um depends on what they want to do but i could see reese's era like pinning unagi or even just throwing yeah. unagi over the rope yeah no like a prominence win wouldn't be
2: completely out of the question there at all um especially if you do want to give them kind of three wins from three on this on this pay-per-view um but i don't know i just i thought maybe they would keep the poi momentum going but i mean you can yeah you you can have, to, that, that, have that. that team lose and it won't really kill her so um yeah i'm, I'm down for prominence winning Uh, The match after that, then, is a goddess of stardom championship match. It is Koguma and Hazuki, otherwise known as FWC, versus Mirai and Ami Sore of God's Eye. Um, The tag titles might be in trouble. uh, Because, I mean, Mirai and Ami winning wouldn't be super surprising. Um, Although, I mean, maybe you want to have Koguma and Hazuki at least hold them until Tag League or
1: something. That's what I was thinking, because like, I feel like they should probably like the tag league winner never wins the tag belts except for FWC this last time. um. So, I mean, I could see them lose it, especially since they already lost it before. I could see like, it's not like they have like a year long reign. They had to, you know, fight for it a lot more. I don't, I don't see why they don't drop it to the goddesses uh, tournament winner. I feel like that'd be a lot better in this case. Uh, I also just don't really see Mariah and Ami as like the tag champs. I don't want to really <laughs> uh, I don't know it just it just rubs me the wrong way, I guess
2: yeah, it would be something they would do though, because they do they would like to give Mariah yeah. more big matches
1: i I do not understand why they aren't artist champions yet, honestly, like I know Oweto Tai is doing good work with them and obviously and all that, and I'm like happy for them and I think it's it's fun to watch. But if they're gonna protect this trio so hard just give them there belts. is
2: you'd have to take you know them I mean? off that trio and they, they really don't seem to want to have them lose, so
1: Well if they win the tag belts then what the fuck are they um, gonna do that?
2: I don't know, a three way or something. Or like Ami might eventually lose to a pushed person.
1: That's what I mean is that's like it's like Ami has to lose yes. eventually uh, to somebody that's not Shuri. Uh, cause she hasn't yet. <laughs> so she's got like, something's gotta give here. And I hope it's from the Kuma role. I think that would be the most fun. I think the, the thing that's giving me hope is that it's paired off with Koguma and Ami and Hazuki and Mirai. So I see Koguma pinning, uh, Ami. And I, right. I can see that happening. Uh, Whereas, like, Mirai probably doesn't pin Koguma, Ami probably doesn't pin Hizuki and vice versa, all that stuff. I, I, just, I just, I think that kind of gives me hope that it'll probably be the final two while Hizuki and Mirai are outside, outside of the ring, is Koguma and Ami. Ami's powerhousing her, and then Koguma gets the Kuma roll, mm-hmm. or something like that. Uh, maybe pulls out the Everest, and gets the win. I, I That's how I hope it goes, but God's Eye feels way too, way
0: too yeah, powerful right now.
1: Yeah, it does just feel like a gods I might
2: win um as you as you were saying the the build of this match was quite interesting um because Ami was like <laughs> I was like since when did you two become sisters I don't think you're sisters uh you just have matching outfits which is is iconic <laughs> um but she also yeah. was like you know Hizuki, you asked us to challenge for these belts and I'm gonna make you regret that so you know the the that also sounds yes, definitely. Bad. So I, I, I don't know. I see a God's Eye win here, and they did very much have uh, Koguma and Ami kind of throw some shots there. So that's kind of the main thing.
1: I also think Koguma is like one of the funniest, uh, like what's it called, presser people, because not only like is she just a funny person, like with her body language and whatnot, but like she feels like like she a- she talks like she's God. In that she, like, talks from, like, an objective standpoint. It's like, okay, well, you know, Ami is very... And, like, she, like, just talks about them. Like, just... Like, she's just a natural observer. And not the person that's supposed to beat them. Uh, and then she's like, and I also will make you my, my bear friend. Thank you. And she walks away. I was like, she's just... Koguma's so cool. is so right. cool.
2: Um So, yeah, that one is really on a knife edge. Like, either team could win... And there's no real wrong decision there. Um, although I guess Mariah and Amy are less proven which is than, than FWC.
1: Yeah, that's that's the wrong decision. <laughs> that's the wrong decision. Um, but this this is a good predicament for FWC because they work best when they are like mm-hmm. when there's doubt, right? Like their matches are always the best when they when there's doubt that they will win. Um I'd like them to keep the belts obviously, so I will be watching this uh rooting for them and being very <laughs> diehard for it. But I, I think that's that's kind of when they work best is when they have, like, you know, they struggle a lot.
2: Fair enough. Uh, so we will uh, The next match is an Artist of Stardom Championship match. It is Saki Kashima, Starlight Kid, and Mom Watanabe of A Tai to Tie versus Julia, Micah, and Himeka of Donna Del Mondo. Um, it's almost hard to see that DDM team lose because it's their three best, but at the same time, you'd have a hard time getting the belts off them. If they did win, so I I guess Oedo
1: retains somehow. I mean, revival, zombie revival is always always on the table. Uh, but I think the more interesting thing is that Oedo hasn't successfully defended a team belt more than once since like twenty sixteen, oh like in like legit like six years. Um, wait, no, 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 no. I think maybe like a G- no i think I think it is in six years uh, uh so because like cage match has the record has like Oedo Tai as separate uh factions from post uh Hana and Kagetsu and before that uh with like Kyoko and everybody so like since Kagetsu became the leader, they have not <laughs> they have not won more than one championship defense as a team uh, so they're kind of trying to break that curse, but I feel like Don Delmundo really needs like this comeback season with them, you well, know, the like they is, really, uh, do like you maybe to not need kinda it. Kind of
2: bring Micah and Jamaica down to that level again, because I mean they spent a year basically locked to these belts and already. Um, like, do you want to put them back there when they could be doing other things? And you know, if we all, all think Julia's winning the five star and and maybe the world title, then you can't really have her side eyeing the iris the belts at the same time.
1: Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It's it's a struggle for sure. Um I guess could well, Saki could just be like could probably be pin Julia uh,
2: because maybe she, she is an established like thorn for Julia and Julia did roll her up on the, the show that's the true. other day so like I could see that as a as a finish.
1: One thing one thing that's like that's really funny. That is just like, man, I fucking hate Starlight Kid. Um, is she's always like beefing with Julia. And then she's like, wow, Julia just mm-hmm. really wants to fight me. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. you like even like at the five star presser, she's like, Julia, I'm going to kill you. And Julia's like, oh, okay. And then what a week later at this press conference, she's like, damn, Julia just can't get over me. And it's like, what the fuck are you talking about, kid? <laughs> that is literally, uh, but yeah, I her mean,
2: being a character. Come on. You are falling for yes, very no effort, baby I, I'm not here.
1: I'm not shitting on her. No, I'm not I'm not shitting on her. Okay. I find that very funny. Uh it's just like it's just one of those things that's like this motherfucker. Uh I'm allowed to enjoy getting worked, Alex. Seem, I'm allowed to read like to what they say it. It and be like, like Oh that's like, funny. Why
2: is she so hypocritical? <laughs> you
1: know? Alright, okay. No, that's the uh, so whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Alright. Um God. I think I think DDM winning would be cool, but I think Oh wait, you, probably breaks no, the curse. No, that's fair. Um, so the next match then is a high-speed
2: championship match. It is Azumi defending against Rena. So um,
1: it's, this is it's so. A, cool.
2: It's a strange match uh, given that we don't know what Rena can do in this division, is. but it's it's fresh, and she has promised that she will have a, a super super fresh view of high-speed wrestling. Um,
1: I fear that that's just going to be like her fucking kicking the ref in the dick and then having everybody in their way to just beat the shit out of me, Like, that's her... Like, that's her fresh view of, of what the high-speed belt should be. Um, but no, I think it's what's really interesting is that it's, like... Rina has, like, kind of, like, under the table been, like, building a repertoire that's, like, very high-speed inspired. Um, her finisher is the Gory Bomb, which is, like, an incredibly, like, sacred lucha move. Uh, she hit... Azumi with the uh fucking foot stomp which is was Azumi's finisher when she was Rena's age. She's been using Chris Wolf's knee stomp which is obviously Chris Wolf is one of the more uh famous although less winningest high speed champions. Like she she's been like under like low key been like a ad- like building a high speed uh move set just without the running fast part. So I'm interested to see what she can do. I imagine she has ta- took a lot of inspiration from, uh, you know, more high speed wrestlers, more lucha type wrestlers, and all that type of stuff. I-, I I can see her being really good at it, but we just haven't seen it yet.
2: I mean, yeah, we- we'll obviously have to wait and see. Um, I-, I don't put anything past Rena because she is she is quite talented already, um, and I mean, I doubt they would put her in here if she didn't have some kind of ability. So gonna be interesting if anybody could elevate her to a good match though it is Azumi. um and it's great to see this division keep adding fresh names and you know hopefully they can they can kind of run with that and really establish the division um whenever Azumi does drop the belt yeah this I, time. Think,
1: I I've mentioned it before, but like I think azumi as from a legacy standpoint, and obviously I am biased, but like from a legacy standpoint, she is like moving her way up to being, like, one of the better high-speed champions of all time outside of Tayo and Yonayama. Because, uh, like, she, she's, she's got a lot of defenses. She's the only... She's the third person to ever hold the belt twice Um outside of Yonayama and, and Tayo. And she's also, like, reinvigorating the division as a whole. Like, she's, she's really bringing new people in and she's, like, pushing them to the limits, to the level of Hazuki, who's, like, the only other um, notable one outside my a few years ago. Uh, she's she's really doing a lot of work with the high speed belt, and I could see her holding it for a while if she could just like keep finding people to defend it against, kind of thing. Because uh, she could, like you said, she could really bring anybody to a pretty decent. Yeah,
2: no, um, I don't know. The, the you know they will eventually have to take the belt off her, and and hopefully the the division doesn't just plateau like it did last time um, when she dropped it to Natspay. Um, yeah. But obviously, we'll have to wait and see about that. Uh, the next match on the card, then, is the Wonder of Stardom Championship match. It is Saya Kamatani defending against Saki. Um, obviously, I mean, Saya isn't losing, which it's pretty shit that Stardom has kind of given that away um, because she's not losing until this Kyrie match happens. Um, uh, but, you know, I, 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 it, it's an interesting match, I guess, because Saki is so hard to pin down, match quality-wise. Like, this could be another great side offense, or it could be one of her worst, you know? Like, Saki is just so yeah. all over the place, kind of.
1: Yeah, I mean, it definitely depends on what flow they choose. Because uh, I think some of Sia's matches, like the match with Micah, I really liked it, but the flow suited Mika. Same with the match with Mirai, it suited Mirai. If she goes with, like, that slower flow, uh, it'll probably be a bit weaker because um, mm. I think Saki is best when she's kind of like throwing everything she has at you. Uh, I did like that in the in the presser. Saki was like, "Oh, you've only been wrestling for three years, and you're having fun." When I was three years in, fucking Takako Noa was trying to murder me at every at, at every point. Like I was, I was, mur- like I was, yeah, I went Saki. through it. Saki's like I suffered.
2: Saki's uh, path to wrestling is so interesting because she was recruited to like LLPWX through the yeah. same system as uh, Mizuki, and so they would have been around at the same time. And then she would have been like trained by Takako in a way, who is obviously like one of our favorites. And then yes, you know LLPWX, she would have been. I'm pretty sure her debut match involved Kandori. So she had such an interesting path to getting to actress where she then like founded colors um, cuz yeah. like obviously people probably know saki from actress but they probably don't know that she's like an
1: llpw trainee See, technically i knew her from gato move uh, Yeah. which was where like cuz llpw kind of died and it just gave all of its people to gato move cuz they had like a they had like a bunch of like joint shows and then LPW like ran once a year for the next like six seven years, mm-hmm. and everybody just kind of started wrestling at Gato Move more. So I-, I knew Saki from Gato Move more than I did, because uh, obviously we're both big fans of uh, of y- uh, Uzumon. Wait, what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, Uzumon. Is- I don't know why. Like, I knew her name, but like I, I was like, am I saying it? Whatever. Uh, and they were a tag team in Gato Move, so I knew her from there. Uh, personally, that's where I first because I never watched Actress. Uh, that's where I first started watching Saki, and I, I think she's great. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. she kind of cut an Eddie Kingston promo where she's like, "I've been doing this show for ten years, ten years." You know, and like like obviously not to that level of aggression, but I, I found that an interesting thing that she's like, "Oh, I I've been in this for a while, and I know how to beat people like you. So don't act like I'm I'm this new challenge. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you." And it's gonna be very easy because yeah. you're a fucking rookie, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, Peter, it also puts him. it also puts Saya over when she does beat her. I mean, obviously, we know from a wrestling standpoint she's not gonna lose the belt, but from a kayfabe standpoint, her beating someone with a shit ton of experience, preps her for Kyrie. You know, I think that's probably why this match is happening and why they built it like that is because Saya can beat conceivably somebody with infinitely more experience than her. Uh, obviously, Saki's not on the level of Kairi, but just in terms of, you know, I, I think that's a cool way to present it.
2: That's fair. Um, the main event at the end of this show is Tamlokano versus Suri in a World of Stardom championship match. Uh, so this is one of the biggest matches kind of stardom could do. These are obviously two of their biggest stars. Uh, they haven't wrestled in a singles match outside of the GP before, as far as I'm aware. And that D yeah. T match was was pretty incredible. So, you know, there's there's a lot of hype around this one, um, and you know they've done a decent job with the build up to it. You know, Nakano has basically said, you know, I want to win the red belt, and then I want a a unification match in Aichi, um, which you know would obviously be pretty cool, um, and you know we're at the point of series reign where. Every defense could be her last one, right? Like, there's those first yeah. couple defenses where you're like, "Yeah, I mean, I, they're probably not losing." Now that you're, you know, seven months in, it's like maybe like they could do it. They might not do it. Like, if they do change it, it would be a good time to change it because you have time to build stuff up for later in the year. So, I think this is an interesting match because you know, obviously, with Tams kind of intent of of you know having the double title match giving her a real you know drive um and you know her having a chance of winning it's it's definitely one of the more interesting red belt matches in a while
1: yeah i mean they're in the same block so it doesn't change a lot i mean in terms Mm -hmm. of just like uh, that i wasn't i didn't believe that tam had a chance until i started writing the preview and i started reading the, the presser. i started like thinking about what it means for the five star and all that and i was like huh maybe tam wins <laughs> uh and especially because now uh i don't know if you saw this but apparently Kidani does plan on having a stardom sh- match main event the new japan crossover show yeah um so that will probably be when julia wins it question is do they give it to tam and run that back then or do they give it or do they keep it on shuri and run that match again.
2: Um, Uh, honestly, like they're both pretty similar. I you know, Julia has a lot of history with both. She can deliver with both. Um maybe Shuri is the more interesting opponent for Puro fans who, you know, obviously that'll be the majority of the people there will be New Japan fans. And maybe Siri and Julia will appeal to them a bit more. So maybe you do keep it on her. Um, but, I mean, Tam and Julia would be just as stiff and intense. So, you know, I think either option is fine. And then, you know, you can obviously do Julia and Siri whenever you want then again. Maybe
1: they run a back again for whatever their big show is then. You know what's wild? Uh, I wanted to put this in the article, but I couldn't because I couldn't fit it in, like, just in terms of flow. Uh, Tam has only one one singles match this year, of note. And it was a oh, cage wow. match. Mm. The other match she won was at the beginning of January against MySakurai. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I just find it funny that the, the challenge before the five star in which you have to beat uh, or at least beat more than the other people in your block beat them 12 opponents and then beat the person who also did that on the other side just to get a tile shot the, the match right before that is for a girl who has gone two, like three and two this entire year. Uh, so that's just that's just funny to me. Um, I think it was more like two, two and three, but whatever. I'm not being exact. Uh, that, that's a funny little thing that like right before the five star where you got to fight and you know do this brutal battle to win to win a chance at the red belt. Uh, Tam's just getting one after not winning a, a singles match outside of that one against Nat's boy. Uh, yeah, I think I think Shuri does retain here, but I do like that it's kind of getting to the point where you don't really know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you don't really know like when Shuri loses, because she could realistically lose at any time. Well,
2: the thing um, is, this is maybe the last chance you have of that, because once you know who's going to challenge her after... And obviously, you know who wins the GP. It all becomes a lot more predictable. You know, like LA I think, last and year, I also think, you knew Tommy wasn't going to lose to Micah or Hazuki, right? Where I you know, this is your last chance to do that, almost
1: big, but. And I cannot lie. Um, if if Julia doesn't win the five star, big if, uh then I think that we still don't know, because if if Suzu wins the five star, I don't know when she, if she fuck she doesn't beat Jerry. Uh if Risa Sarah finds herself winning a five-star, she doesn't beat her, sure. maybe she does. But there's a lot of like outside of Julia and Tam and a few other people, like it's very hard to see anybody beating her. Um so I think her reign has like built up to this point, and it's built very, very well, in my opinion. Uh, because I don't I don't know. Like I don't see anybody except for Tam or Julia beating Shuri. Uh and a week ago, I didn't see anybody but Julia beating Sherry. Uh, just like three weeks ago, I didn't see anybody but Julia beating Sherry, or Momo beating Sherry. Yeah, I, I think I think that's one thing. The Tower Rain has had its ups and downs, and I think like at a certain point, I got sick of it, and then I kind of like it, I got back into it. But one thing you cannot take away from Sherry is that it is built on itself, and every match it's you not, start
2: to like it's question it's not an anti story thing it's just once you get into that post gp thing where you know exactly who's going to challenge and you know kind of what's happening with well no i'm not the i'm the not even talking about that that's when it becomes more predictable and each challenger has no chance where so this match with tam is maybe your last chance to be like this is 50-50 right like that's that's kind of what i'm saying
1: no i i agree with that i'm just i'm just saying like in general her entire reign up to this point has been built very well uh and i don't, I don't think i even like recognize that until recently that's like it, it starts to become like oh like with every like the thing with with Saki versus sayakamitani is that we know sayakamitani has Kyrie, just like yeah. with the five-star winner we know shuri will have julia realistically um so but i i think that like sayakamitani Hasn't been able to build it to the point where it's like, oh, every match she feels more at, you know, like more fragile, not fragile. <laughs> well, uh, to be
2: fair, that's I know what the word is. Stardom's
1: fault because her and Mariah no, I, was very much
2: on a knife edge, and then that's true. They completely handcuffed her with the Kyrie thing. So I mean, I'd say I Sia did a good job of that, but it kind of flipped her. It, way. It's
1: it's hard to talk about wrestling because like it's it's hard to criticize. Cause like i'm not i'm not trying to criticize like the individual wrestler but i'm talking about her as if she is her and her booking you know what i mean and that that comes with a lot of people it's similar with like Mariah just in general uh and the, the, the same thing has gone with sherry Same thing has gone as with utami all that type of stuff uh but i i do back to the point i do think that sherry probably wins this but i do like how indecisive i am about it and i think similarly to the to the uh Momo match. If Tam can kind of bring out some of that fire that I've seen from her in the past, uh, that I, I, you know, she became my favorite wrestler for a time because of, then I think that this match will really, uh, really stand out in Shuri's incredible reign.
2: Oh yeah, no, this could be one of the the standout matches by far. Like they they've had a great match already, so there's no reason to doubt that they can do it again. Um... And you know, hopefully this is one that most people can watch live or at least unspoiled because that will obviously add a lot to it. Because um, it it is very much like if we're all set on Julia winning the G P and it, Tam winning the title probably wouldn't change that for me or um
1: but you know No one wouldn't change that. I think that the, the thing that would change for me is I think Sherry would go to the final then and lose to Julia. Maybe. Um instead of Tam going to the final and losing
2: to Julia. But the thing is that, like, they've done really good here to book two people who could reasonably have a big match with Julia. So there is that kind of 50-50 nature. So, you know, this, this is a very big match to, to do, and they've done it at a pretty good time to, to kind of maximize the, uh, the oh, wow, who, who is going to win kind of thing. So uh, definitely that will be a very good match. That will probably carry the show. Um well not in the artist match because the artist matches have been fantastic lately. But uh we're definitely looking towards this one to, to kind of deliver. Um but yeah, with that that is that is everything. Uh, there's not there's no other shows to preview uh after this. It's right into the GP. So that's get ready, be prepared. Uh that's gonna be something. We will be back next week to review Stardom and Showcase Volume One and talk about uh I guess we'll we'll end up just talking about her general feelings on the the show itself and how successful it might be because obviously that's going to be a big talking point. Um and then we we'll will also be talking about this show and reviewing it and hopefully uh talking about some of the great matches that went down. And then we will finish next week by previewing in depth day 1 and 2 of the GP. Trying to predict spoilers, trying to predict who wins, who's getting off to a hot start, all that stuff, uh, all that fun, funness where you are wrong on like eight out of ten picks because the GP is just great. Oh no, it's
1: not eight out of ten this time. It's like it's like twelve out of thirteen. Yes, <laughs> uh, if if not worse. So yeah, that's gonna be yeah, that be fun. Very very fun. Um, but one yeah. more hot take. One more hot take. One more hot take. Uh, Mina costs Tam to win. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Mina's, say it Mina's just, Mina, yeah, Mina's just. I don't know. I don't trust her. I tr- I like Mina. I think if she does anything, it'll be cool. Like if she does anything like chaotic, I'm really excited for it. Unless it's the Joker thing, please don't do that. Uh, but I don't trust her as far as I can throw her. I think she's gonna do something. Maybe not in this match, but she's gonna do something. Something's gonna happen. Right.
2: Okay. I'm sure. Um. All right. So uh, before doing. Dylan continues to fall down his conspiracy theory hole. Um we should close <laughs> the show. Uh as Dylan said
1: <laughs> <sure Kyle> related <laughs> oh conspiracy theories.
2: As Dylan said, uh Victory Through Guts will be out later this week.
1: Yes. That's the plan. Alright, uh in it we talk about the opening stages Wait, we didn't even mention this is our hundredth episode.
2: Oh yay. How how do you feel about a hundred episodes, Dylan?
1: I'm happy. I'm I'm really happy with it. Uh if anybody's still here through the end listening uh then you are a real one because that means you get to hear about uh you know real talk and all that stuff i am so happy that this podcast came in my life because it's so enjoyable uh it's like one of my favorite things favorite parts of the week it's the most enjoyable stress i've ever felt is waking up uh like making sure i don't oversleep for it which i often fail uh even though we record it at 11 a.m my time so it's not like it's it's not like I'm waking up early. It's just that like, I, I have bad sleep scared, bad sleep problems, whatever. Uh, I'm really happy that, I've, that we've been doing it for this long. Uh, it's coming on two months next month, or two years next month uh, as well. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm really happy with it. I'm happy that people listen to us. Uh, I'd be happy if they didn't, because it's fun to talk to you, Alex. I don't know if you know that. Even though you're a condescending bitch sometimes, I, I do really appreciate you and love talking to you. Uh, every week about something that I really enjoy so I'm very happy to hit 100 episodes uh, it's very important to me as somebody who has never really been able to stick to things for very long um, <laughs> yeah. just in general it... so like it's it's very comforting uh, to know not only have I stuck to this but I haven't pushed you away uh, enough to where you're like nah I'm done I'm, I, I can't do this anymore uh, there have been times I almost got to that point oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but I'm happy that we're still here we're still kicking and I'm happy that people listen to us uh banter about uh, my favorite company in the world. So yeah, I'm happy about that. That's
2: good, yeah. I mean listen, hundred episodes, uh most most shows fizzle out by this by this point 'cause uh you know the early returns on a podcast are very low. <laughs> um but you know, eventually things things do turn around. Um so you know, I'm I just hope people uh, this is useful, because that's always why I wanted to do something like this, which was to, you know, kind of some some use to people who are maybe interested in stardom and want to find out what's going on. So, I don't know if we do that anymore, but, but um, <laughs> we certainly try. But yeah, uh, between this and Victory Through Guts, we, we do talk a lot, and it's, it's pretty fantastic. So, yeah. uh, if you do want to listen to Victory Through Guts, it will be out later this week. Uh, coincidentally, we are just at the uh, Japan Grand Prix for 1992 there, so there's a bit of synergy at the also, moment.
1: Also, the Hokkaido Tour right before the Japan Grand Prix. In, yeah, in perfect HW synergy. Well.
2: So we do we do talk about uh, a 30-minute draw that sucked the life out of both of us. We uh, yes. we have one of Bison Kimura's last matches of her first run against Aja Kong. Uh, we have the beginnings of Akira those Dangerous Queen kind of stuff, so if you're interested in learning about akira okuto uh definitely like we've done a lot about her we've seen her change from the babyface marine wolf to uh whatever the hell it was when she teamed with bull for a little bit to going away to mexico and now coming back as kind of the the early version of lco so a lot of interesting stuff there if you want to know more about all japan women's pro wrestling uh and even like llpw and jwp and, and fmw so listen to that it's called victory through guts uh, but for that, uh, my voice is starting to go, so we shall close the show. Yeah. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ijo.
1: Here's to 100 more. I
0: APY.